You're listening to the Autoglass Repair and Replacement Magazine podcast. In this podcast, AGRR Magazine examines the industry's latest news and hosts discussions with some of its most interesting people. Welcome to the monthly podcast from AGRR Magazine. I'm Tara Tafra, Editorial Director, and I am thrilled about the two guests we have today. If you are an auto glass company who buys glass from a distributor, it's a good bet you know of this company and these two guests who serve at the helm. Let's welcome Mike and Kathy Migrant. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're really excited to have you both on today. Um, before we get started, I'm just going to give a little background for our listeners. Um, you both are third generation owners of the family business that started in 1926 as a retail shop. Um, today, Migrant Glass is an auto glass distributor headquartered in Hayward, California, with how many locations? Uh, we're just opening our 85th location. Are you, do you cover the whole U.S.? There, no, there are several states, I think, that we're not in. Uh, I think we're in 33 or 34 states. 36, <laughs> I think. 36 right. states. <laughs> and your business stocks both OEM and generic brands from over 30 different factories around the world. Um, and I saw on your website that just this past March, you started offering OEM logo class. Um, so since that was a new offering, was that important to your customers, something they were asking for? Um, just kind of tell me about that, how that started. Well, we, um, we know that we have customers that buy a lot of parts from dealers. They, they tell us that, um, they buy a lot of parts from dealers that, um, we did not have access to. So we, um, we did find a source for some OEM parts. And um, so we brought them in and we're beginning to market them. So that was, tell me about how that's been going, because I'm sure you had that planned before COVID happened in March. Um, So how has that affected things? Obviously, has there been like lower sales of those parts just because of what's going on in the world? Well, I think there's lower sales of all parts. I I don't think any any particular parts are any different. Um, so, um, we're, we're hoping to grow that side of our business, but, um, yeah, in, in general, there's been so much going on with COVID, you know, so many things going on with the business that, um, we haven't really paid much attention to that part of it. Right. Lately. Right. There's way more other important (laughs) things I'm sure that you're dealing with on a daily basis. Um, so, Talking about COVID, give us an idea of just generally how has that impacted um, your business? I know that you've been open through it all, it looks like, um, but I'm sure there's been challenges there. So just tell us how it's been going at Migrant. Well, I I think we are lucky because the automotive repair businesses, including automotive replacement glass, um, have been deemed uh, essential business. So we're lucky that we were able to stay open at all, huh? Yes, um, yes. And um, that being said, business is, has been down quite a bit. Uh, it, it really was down when this all started. Um, it's beginning to creep back now, but, it's, but it has been difficult. You know, um, uh, everyone's been concerned uh, about personal health, um, us for our employees and for our customers. Um, some, some employees, uh, decided to shelter at home. So 
we we lost some of our crew to that. Um, and then when business really, you know, took a nosedive, we laid off some people. It's the first time in our history that we've done that. Um, mm-hmm. There have been other, you know, times. There was 9-11 and there was 2008 and different different times when uh, business slowed, but we, we managed not to lay anyone off then. This is the first time we actually had to do that, um, very reluctantly, but we did. Um, but it's but it's been coming back slowly, and we've brought some people back on board. Um, it's tough uh, still because you know we have trucks that are out delivering all day long, and uh, those trucks are still going just as far and for just as long, but with less parts on them. So it's. It's been difficult. We're trying very hard, though, to keep our service up for our customers. And we understand that they're kind of in the same boat. And so they're, they're um, vying for every job that they can get as well. So we're trying to support them as best we can as this goes on. Yeah, I know. It's so challenging. Um, what about your Autoglass customers? Are they understanding overall through all of this? I know I'm sure it's affecting pickups too. If they, if they go to your locations to try to pick up how, how has it changed things there as well? Yeah. Yeah. It has changed things to some degree, you know, with the social distancing um, edicts and things uh, we have to have, have people, you know, sometimes it depends on the setup at each one of our locations, but sometimes they have to stay outside and we bring the glass out to them. Sometimes they can come in, you know, to the will call desk only one at a time, one customer at a time. Um, you know, everyone is masked up and wearing gloves and all of that. So, um, yeah, it's it's changed. It's changed well, the will call business in that regard. Um, do you, I was going to say, go do you think some of those changes will um, continue when this starts to? slow down and eventually hopefully go away because I know some companies I talk to they say just kind of they'll keep some of those practices that they've put into place through this have you talked about that at all well we've talked about it in in general that um a lot of that you know we're going to do more zoom meetings and and less traveling we're going to um the idea of masks might go away but I think people will do less handshakes. They'll be, they'll be doing, um, uh, they'll be wearing gloves when they're picking up glass. I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think some of these things will stay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. And with, you know, everyone, whatever business you're in, everyone's doing the zoom meetings and it seems to be working pretty well. So, um, I think you're right. A lot of uh, businesses will be good continuing that also. Mm-hmm. Um, what about your inventory and your supply? Have you had trouble, you know, getting the glass, any problems with the supply through all this? Well, there certainly there have been. Um, we get some glass from China and Mexico, and uh, there have been uh, slowdowns from both of those locations. There have been slowdowns in getting, getting the glass. Um, I think there have been issues at the ports. There have been you know, production issues. I think some of the factories, I know uh, they've closed down some factories in Mexico and I think they did in China for a while. Um, although I think they're all back up now. Um, so yeah, there's, there've been some slowdowns. Yeah. But in general, customers kind of 
rolling with it with you and hopefully being understanding through it all? I think so. I think we're all in this together. You know, I mean, right. we, we really want to do the best we can for, for them. This is all we do. We wholesale automotive glass. So right. um, we want them to be healthy and, and us to be healthy. So uh, we feel like we're in it together. And yeah, I think they've been understanding and we had one, one warehouse close uh, for a day because we had a scare and everyone went home and we had the whole place sanitized. So we weren't delivering for a day. I mean, things like that. Um, yeah, but you know, they understand that this is all part of it. Right. Um, right. And you have to keep your employees safe and you know, that in turn yep. keeps them safe. So I'm sure they appreciate that. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, so let's move beyond COVID for a minute and, um, you know, move the auto glass industry in general beyond what's happening in the world right now. Um, what can you tell our listeners to give them optimism for the future about the auto glass industry and the opportunities um, presented to them that they can take advantage of? I, I would think that um, there are opportunities for them to increase their revenue quite a bit by adding calibration to their, their mix in the work. And that's become a, an increasing component on the newer vehicles. So they'll be able to pick up more revenue on each job if they invest in technology, move ahead. Are you finding that most are doing that? Are, are you finding that a lot of your customers that you talk to are realizing they need to do that? We're finding that more are. We do sell uh, some of the equipment for recalibration. And uh, yeah, there's more and more every month. It's going to be a huge component of, of the future, we feel. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and what's most challenging for you all as a distributor in the auto glass industry? Um, and be honest, you know, what are some of the areas where your customers might tell you you need to improve? Um, and maybe some areas where you agree with them, where you think you kind of have to, you know, make some improvements. What are your biggest challenges? Keeping up with all the new parts, uh, making them available is probably the biggest issue uh, mm-hmm. there are many different uh, applications for the windshields these days with different components on them and have all the different ones is challenging and for them it's difficult for them to determine which part they need right do you mean like finding the part number and yeah the, they need it they need it actually check the VIN so they know exactly which which ADAS applications they need on the windshield and uh, sometimes they order three or four parts and becomes a real issue for us to handle the parts in and out because every time they're handled there's potential for damage right right and that's a good point with all the technology it's getting even more challenging then to uh, stock all that sounds like both stock it and 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 carry it around and carry it yeah um and then what about on the, for auto glass shops, your customers? I mean, what do, where do you think um, they can improve? Well, I think what, as Mike said, uh, the, biggest, the biggest thing that they can do to increase their businesses is um, get into, getting into calibration. I think that's really, I think it's really key. Yeah. 
Um, and this might tie into my next question. You know, are there any, when, you know, obviously you talk to all these auto glass shops, you know, you um, supply them. Are you seeing any companies that are doing a particularly good job meeting the challenges that this industry throws at them, you know, every day? Um, is it, is it maybe the ones that are, you know, taking advantage or, you know, jumping into calibration and doing what they need to do there? I think it is. I think, I think that they're, they're the ones that are going to bring in the extra revenue. They're the ones that are going to be whatever technology is forthcoming. They're going to be on the, the ones that are keeping up with that. Those are the guys that are going to really move ahead and strengthen their position. Right. What about mistakes they should avoid? Any advice for them on that? You know, they all, they all have their own niches in the business, you know. Um, but maybe, maybe what, what I would say is that uh, to, to be open, don't put all your eggs in one basket, you know. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I think this COVID thing uh, kind of brought that to light. Um, you know, all, the, all of the uh, rental car agencies are really not doing much business. And I think if, if your main, if you were, this is just an example, but if you're, you are mainly doing that, um, you know, your business probably went to just about zero here lately. You're right. So, good point. Do they think they need to explore social media? Maybe make uh, them more visible to the public? through social media. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point too. I know there's, there's some um, probably companies of all sizes, small companies, big companies that, you know, do well in that, but yeah, that's good advice too. Um, I'm really going to switch gears now a little bit beyond Autoglass. Um, Cause I know you all have another business venture I wanted to ask you about. Um, do you all own a restaurant in Portland? Is that correct? Well, we do. Um, our daughter, Lisa, actually runs the restaurant, well, was running the restaurant until uh, COVID hit. Um, it's, it, it's kind of a, it's definitely a labor of love, you know, in two respects. Um, uh, we're, we're big foodies, and um, the building itself is just a very, very cool old building. It was built in 1883 as a carriage house for uh, the then current mayor of, of Portland and it's, uh, Victorian style and it's, it's right down, right downtown in the heart of Portland. So it's, it's a national historic site building. When we, um, took it over, we, uh, converted it to a restaurant and, um, that was a challenge to maintain the facades and maintain the um, National Historic Site. You had to keep the facade as it was. So it was, it was a bit of a challenge, but um, it's, it's a neat building. Uh, it's, it's kind of um, English, Irish, upscale pub food and, and uh, great atmosphere, but it closed. So um, she is in our daughter Lisa is in the uh, midst of trying to get it reopened, uh, you know, with all the challenges of the COVID requirements. So we'll we'll see. Oh gosh, yeah, I didn't even realize. So those two hard hard hit um, industries are in there. 
But again, yeah. it's different from auto glass. <laughs> like you said, at least, you know, there um, that's been an essential business. My thoughts are with her um, in that business and good luck to getting her get that up and running again. Mm-hmm. So with such busy lives um, and you, you know, you both are, you're married. So mm-hmm. how do you relax and what's it like working with your spouse every day and how do you unwind and shut off work? Huh. Or do you shut off work? <laughs> I don't think we ever shut off work. Do we ever shut off work, Mike? Uh, no, it's been very difficult my whole life. It's, <laughs> um, when I was born, we lived above my grandfather's uh, retail shop in San Francisco. Wow. And I've been around it my whole life. We uh, phone rang at our inner house. And we moved outside of San Francisco the countryside in 1954 my uh, dad started up a warehouse there we've always uh so it's always been there always been a part of daily life so i i've burdened the rest of my family with that well obviously you must love it and i'm sure it's you know nice working together well thank you so much and again best of luck for as everything you know hopefully gets um going again and business picks picks back up, but um, we really appreciate you joining us. Thank you. Well, thank you for the invitation. Thanks for having us. I really enjoyed that conversation and was thrilled to have them join us. I hope you learned as much as I did. We'll see you in June with our next episode. And if you have any ideas for a guest, or if you want to serve as a sponsor, email me at T-T-A-F-F-E-R-A at glass.com. Take care.